Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, this is Steel Ivory, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Hi listeners, and welcome to uh, another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Today on the show, we, uh, we, uh, uh, welcome back our good friend, uh, producer Kristen Preecy. We'll, um, talk, talk with Kristen about what she's been up to since uh, the last time she was on the show, as well as any new pro- uh, projects uh, that are uh, in the works for. Uh, um, this is going to be fun, and I'm I'm so excited to be uh, talking with uh, Kristen again. So that being said, so let's go ahead and and welcome back our good good friend um, Kristen Preci. Hey, Kristen, how are you? I'm good, Murph. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, uh, it's great to get to to uh, catch up with you today. Likewise, thanks for inviting me back on your show. Absolutely, and and fun fact, I was doing a little uh, uh, research prior to this. It's been almost exactly one year since you were home. That's crazy. I know when you um, emailed me that you were scheduling some dates and asked if I want to be on, I was like, of course. And then when you said that it had been about a year or two, I could not believe it. I just was like, time has flown by so fast. Uh, seriously, it has. I mean, and and would you believe it if I told you uh, we were on on year nine of the podcast right now? That's an incredible, that's an incredible achievement to be, you know, I think that what you're doing is amazing. You know, many years to come, this is something that's going to be around for a while. Oh, I hope so too. Uh, and, and just for, for uh, my own knowledge, I Googled uh, the, the uh, longest running podcast ever, uh, 16 years. So I've got about another uh, seven or eight years to go. <laughs> Well, we're all cheering you on to reach that and more, you know. Absolutely, and 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 I'm going to get there uh, because because I just um, you know I love I love doing this and talking to you guys every week. Um, you know, um, there's nothing um, um, there's nothing that I'd rather be doing. I um I always look forward to your, like I, we follow each other on Twitter and Instagram, and I love the, following you. I've learned about so many amazing artists and in songs that I wouldn't have otherwise known. So, I mean, I know I've benefited as a fan of music from what you do and I hope that it continues for selfish reasons, you know, so I can keep finding new music through you. Uh, you're just great at what you do. Right. And I certainly appreciate it. I understand that. I understand that. And, and, uh, and I've been doing this for, um, um, a couple of years now, uh, um, um, specifically on Instagram, I'll I'll put up my my a morning jam of the day or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, it's usually not country. Nine times out of ten, right? Yeah, it's pretty eclectic. And, I would say. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like I'll go from I I, I would say my playlist. Uh, my playlist ranges from "Oh my God, you need to hear this" to "Please don't judge me for this." 
Yeah. So, uh, um, I wanted to ask, uh, uh, just, just, just right off the top, uh, uh, uh what have you been, I've been up to since we last spoke? Um, what I've been up to since we last spoke, well, you know, I think it goes without saying it's been a, a strange year. Um, I haven't really been playing out as much, you know, being, I've been trying to be very cautious about, you know, health wise, being out in public and things like that. So I've really, I've really missed playing because I used to play out multiple times a week in Nashville, different venues like Belcourt Tops, the listening room. Um, I, I, I don't know if we um, spoke before I played at Third and Lindsley. Um, I, we might have spoke after that or before that. I really don't remember, to be honest. It's been such a crazy year. Um, but I played at – that was a venue that here in Nashville that I'd always wanted to play. It was third in Lindsley, and I got to play on WMOT Roots Radio. Had a show there, and I got to be a part of that, which was really cool. Um, I released an EP collab with Adrian Taylor. He goes by the name Adrian T. Bass. Um, that was early 2020. And – I recently released another single called The Longest Winter, and right now I'm working on an EP of songs that I want to have released in March or April um, is the timeline that is the goal for me. Nice. And, and, and your new single, uh, The uh, Longest Winter, that you mentioned, um, this thing is awesome. I got a chance to hear it. Um, um, a couple of days ago, as I was as I was looking for for uh, uh, well, as I was doing research, I, I came across the song and 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 I got to say it it's incredible. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You know, um, yeah, that was one that. Um, as we were writing it, it was a different sound than what I had usually been doing and I was just really proud to get something out you know because it feels like sometimes you know record writing a song producing it recording it makes me it feels like a huge mountain to climb so it's nice to get to the other side everyone thank you so much for and taking the time to listen to it absolutely and 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 one of the the uh, many many things I love about Nashville is is the the and 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 we might have uh, talked about this last time you were on, but it's just the uh, amount of music uh, being made in Nashville that's that's not necessarily country or or is a uh, subgenre of country. I mean, you've got pop, you've got rock, you've got all these other genres in. In what's what what um, collectively known as as a country music town, and I just love it, you know. Yeah, likewise. I mean, I think that there's a lot of music going on here locally, and the the one thing that I think I find in common, like regardless of genre, is that people really do put an emphasis on the lyrics and the songwriting. So, you know, because I think that's really what country music stands the strongest on is it's always going to have a great story and powerful lyrics and a lot of emotion and you know even though you know I'm not doing country music I do I do feel like being in Nashville and being influenced by 
so many and inspired by so many great songwriters that I hopefully rubs off on me eventually, you know. And I and I think that regardless and, of genre, I hear some just amazingly well written songs that could be any genre. You know, it's really incredible. Uh, oh, I totally agree. And I actually have have an interview tomorrow with a brand new artist uh, that's moved to town. Uh, her 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 uh, name's uh, Daniela, and. And her uh, brand new single is called uh, Country Club. Um, she mixes oh, cool. a pop, a pop, and 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 an ADM beats over over country lyrics, and it works perfectly. I mean, you know, that sounds that sounds really interesting. I know some people have tried it before, and I've always wanted to see. I, I've always wanted to hear more of that sound. You know, I think. Um, there's always going to be traditional country music and, you know, it's the bread and butter, you know, but I also think that creatively it's fun to hear people blending their different influences. So I'd, I'll have to check that out. That's a cool title, Country Club. That's a really cool title. So I'm intrigued. I definitely am going to listen. I'll send you the, the a YouTube link. I'll send it to you. Okay, I would love that. So I'll, I'll keep an eye out for uh, awesome. when you send that. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Uh, uh, so, another question I wanted to ask is: is your your um is your kind of a uh, oh well you sort of have your have have your hands in in uh, pretty much all parts of the industry. Uh, you're a uh, your artist, you're a songwriter, um, and a producer. Uh, which would you say uh, is your forte in the business? Uh, what do you enjoy most? Well, you know, it's really interesting. Um, I just love the creative side of things as a whole and a song from start to finish. I really love being a part of that. And um, I've been told that my my strength right now is in songwriting. And and um, But I really, I have a lot of fun with the writing and production of things. I love, I've always wanted to be a music producer and we have the opportunity to work with artists. That's been a dream of mine since I was little, you know. And um, but I, so I would say that my strength right now might be my songwriting. But um, what I really enjoy is the writing and production together. It's really my favorite thing to get to do. I know. I know there's there's a small group of of, of women uh, uh, producers in business. Uh, it should be a lot more if I'm being completely honest with you. But uh uh there's you, there's uh Justine Blazer, who is just mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. And 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 from 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 a a uh band standpoint, uh uh I'm a sucker for for a good lyric. I mean you give me a good lyric and and I'm totally hooked, and and it it doesn't hurt if the if the uh, uh, production is killer too. So, right, like I'm right on board with you. It's really interesting to to you know hear what people listen for in a song and what resonates. Because I know some people say I listen to the beat and the production first, and the words are kind of an afterthought. Where Whereas, you know, you and me sound like we're on the same page where it's like, what's the lyric? You know, I want thing emotionally to grab onto 
Um, and the story being told is just as, it's probably the most important part for me too. You know, the lyrics really. Absolutely. And my favorite song in this entire world, I think it came out in 2008, maybe something like that. Is is angels is is angels on the moon from from a thriving ivory. I just absolutely love that song. I still listen to that. You have quite the listener's vocabulary. Vocabulary, like you have listened to so much music. Angels on the moon, thriving ivory. Okay, I have to check that out. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that, and I feel like I'm missing out now. Dude, you just just have to hear it. I mean, it it is. It's the absolute best song, uh, uh, but but uh, and, and sort of uh, on the same note as 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 your work in the uh, production side of the business. Uh, walk me through a uh, a typical day in the 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 uh, production studio. Right. Um, it, it's I'll I'll show up. And if I'm working with an artist, kind of, if it's somebody I've worked before, I, I'll have a better idea of what they're trying to do sonically, um, whether it's they want to do something acoustic guitar, you know, real country, or if they want to do something a little more experimental, or, you know, mostly like VST instruments and synthesizers. Um, so it really depends on the artist that I'm working with. Like today I came in and we had, I had made a beat. Uh, just at home and I had played it for an artist and he was like, yeah, I want to write to that. You know, I'll play, I, I have like a whole hard drive of just random beats and sounds that I'll just do while I'm playing around or feeling inspired and nothing, you know, they might just sit on the hard drive for forever or, you know, someone might hear, you know, an artist like today might hear it and say, I want to write to that. And so it just went from, you know, just playing beats and having one picked out and just kind of writing the lyric and tracking vocals for that today. Um, other times it's, you kind of just in their life, you know, if they have a song idea, you you know, I love getting behind an artist's idea. I, I feel like, you know, having been in the artist in the room, I know how deflating it can be when you're trying to collaborate with people and, and you put out an idea that you feel is like really personal and, you know, you're trying to share something you know, and being a little vulnerable and having someone be like, nah, you know? So I always try to get behind the artist's idea. Yeah. I, so I have, I just try to get behind whatever the artist is trying to do. I want to bring that to life in, in the best way that I can, you know, with, with every ounce of skill that I might have, you know? And so that's always what it's like, no matter what the genre or the style of the artist, that's how I approach things. I'm always, what do you want to write about? What is, what is your artistry, you know, um, and how can I use my skills to help you bring your ideas to life and tell your story? That's really what I, I try to do every day. I'm in the studio. Yeah, and and I know you know this, but but uh, uh, um, that's that's the exact same energy that that I bring to uh, what I do with the podcast. Uh, and you know this. Uh, uh, I like to think of this podcast as a safe space for for artists to come uh, and 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 uh, share their stories and 
and just be heard in an industry where where we both know that that that's not always the case. Right. Right. Yeah, and I think that you do an amazing job at it. Absolutely. There's not a lot of spaces like yours out there. Well, I appreciate that. And and in the years I've been doing this, I hope I'm doing something right. <laughs> you know? I mean, nine years. You know, I don't think you'd make it to nine years if you were doing something wrong. You know, I think for sure, you know, I think the results speak for themselves, the fact that you have people coming on the show time and time again. I think those really what say it all without having to, to say it. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I try to tell people, hey, listen, uh, my interviews are not your typical interviews because, because I try to get to know uh, the, the uh, person behind the artist. Uh, as much as I, as much as I possibly can, you know. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I even get that with your your tweets and stuff that you you really like to get behind people, support them, give opportunities in the ways that you can. And yeah, I think we're on the same page with how we approach what we do. Very much so. And 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 it feels good to to uh, talk to people that that actually get it. You know what I mean. And understand what I'm yeah. trying to do here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. You know, just you know, thinking about the situations I've been in creatively, where people just don't—they don't get it. There, you know, they don't support it, or you know. But when you find, you know, sometimes right. all it takes is one person to to get behind you and believe in what you do, and and you know, right. you're probably that one person for for a lot of people. And you can't you can't put a price tag on that. That's just something that you know. As creatives, we're lucky to have. Well, I appreciate that, and 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 you know, uh, I, I definitely consider you a very very dear friend, and and you know, and whatever you need from me, whether it's uh, promotion for um, this upcoming EP or 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 even just just outside of the business as just a friend. I mean. I got you, you know. Likewise. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate you saying that. Right. And, and, uh, and, and the reason I say that is, is because, because I've been in this industry a long time, uh, obviously. And, and I've seen, uh, although I'm not there in Nashville, on a regular basis, uh, I've seen the uh, social media. I see the grind, uh, and I see what it takes. Uh, uh, playing shows, busting your butt every weekend, uh, and sometimes uh, six days a week. I mean, I see it and I understand it. You know. Yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah, and that comes across in in how you interact with people. That you you get that. Because a lot of people don't understand the hidden work or the sacrifices that a lot of these artists out here are making, you know, just oh, yeah. to yeah. just to have the opportunity to to express yourself. It's, we're not even talking about commercial success at that point. We're just talking about the opportunity to get to go perform the opportunity, you know, at a a restaurant or a coffee shop, you know, 
the opportunity to just sit mm-hmm. down in the room with somebody who gets what you're trying to do and is collaborating with you towards your vision. Like those are things like, you know, not everybody gets to have. And right. it, it takes a lot to even have the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally get it. And, and, uh, 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 and like I said earlier, uh, uh, whatever you need, I got you, you know. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like I said, likewise, Ab- right back at you. Absolutely. And uh, so uh, I know we talked a little bit about your uh, upcoming EP and and everything, which I cannot wait for. I mean, uh, every time we – and this goes for for uh, pretty much all my artist friends. Every time y'all uh, drop a new song or a new album or a new EP, I head head straight to iTunes and just just uh, pre-order it or or about straight away because I am that much of a music fan, you know. Yeah, you are a huge music fan. And speaking of music, uh, did I tell you about my uh, uh, Garth Brooks experience? You mentioned it, but I could I I can't remember the exact details. When was when was this? Uh, this was back in June. Uh, it was actually uh, my aunt's birthday. Uh, she lives about about twenty minutes uh, twenty minutes from uh, downtown. So <laughs> this is funny. I actually saw this on Instagram. That the uh, uh, listening room was uh, was hosting Garth Brooks, and and I noticed it was on on my aunt's birthday, uh, so I called her up. I was like, "Hey, I know what what uh, what what uh, what we can do for your birthday. How about going to see uh, a Garth Brooks at the uh, listening room?" She was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> a Garth's playing the listening room?" I'm like, "Apparently." <laughs> So, because because um uh, because you don't don't associate uh, that big of a star with a, that small of a venue, you know. So, right. So we he plays stadiums, you know. He plays stadiums and arenas. Stadiums right, exactly. all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and we were both just 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 uh, totally shocked at that. So um. So we we um, get there. Uh, the show is great, uh, and after the show is when the craziness starts. Uh, I'm I'm sitting there talking to uh, my my uh, aunt and uncle. Mom is is nowhere to be found at this point, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. And come to find out, well, uh, uh, she comes up to me about about uh, about, about uh, ten minutes later. She says, "Follow me." I'm like, "Wait, where are we going?" Uh, she actually uh, leads me backstage at the listening room, and there's mm-hmm. Garth. I'm like, "Oh my god, how did you pull this off? <laughs> how did how did she? That's incredible." Uh, wow. Apparently. She apparently she she uh, 
uh, talked her way backstage. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I thought that's about so me. funny. She, that's so cool. <laughs> um, she apparently talked her way backstage, told Garth about me, and Garth was like, sure, bring him back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm taking you with me to, to every single concert I go to from now on. I'm taking you with me, Mom. <laughs> Right, like if she, but, um, you know, who knows where she can get you, you know, just let her lead, let her talk, you know, and you can probably get in anywhere. Exactly. You get to meet Garth. She's um, a huge, she's a superstar. I got to talk to him about maybe five or ten minutes just to quick conversation. I told him about the podcast, and he goes, good. Um, we need people like you out there that supporting indie artists. I'm telling you. I could have died right there. Uh, I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't die right there. That's really cool. I mean, to hear that from Garth Brooks. That was like God coming down and saying, son, you're doing something right, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but seriously, it was uh, probably the the – best experience of my life or one of the best experiences of my life, you know? I mean, that's one, yeah, that's like a, something you, you you should be talking about for the rest of your life, just be like, yeah, the time I met Garth Brooks, you know? Oh, trust me, I'm going to be, trust me. And, and, and I plastered that picture all over social media. I plastered that thing all over the place. I think that's where I first saw the story that's why it was familiar is I was like I know I heard you there was something about you and Garth Brooks um but that's so cool I've heard I've heard that he's a really nice guy and I mean I feel like to be as big a star as he is you you know he ha- you have to have a special relationship with you know your fans and people in country music so um mm-hmm. to hear that he treated you know somebody you know one of my friends that in a in a kind way like that I mean that. That says a lot, I think. So you're lucky. That's so cool for you. He's seriously one of the uh, one of the uh, best guys, not only in country music, but but one of the best guys I've ever met. Seriously, that's a big endorsement. So I I'll I'll believe it. I have no reason not to. I mean, I I hear that he's really great, and it's just one of those things where you know you hear so many stories about these really talented people being not nice people. So to hear that, you know, one of the biggest stars, if not the biggest star in country music, you know, in, in mo- the modern era, to hear that he's that nice of a guy, you know, that's a good, that's a great thing to hear. Just and as I a fan, too, you know. I tell you somebody else who is just a total sweetheart is a CMT Katie Cook. That woman is the, the absolute sweetest person ever. I don't think I've ever. I, I don't think I've ever met her. But I know I've, you've posted about had, her in the past. I had the opportunity um, a couple of years ago, I believe it was, to uh, to have lunch with her and kind of uh, kind of uh, pick her brain about the industry and all that stuff. Her and her and her husband Adam, uh, who who who. Uh, tours regularly with with uh, Tim McGraw, uh, so I kind of had had the opportunity 
to uh, pick their brains a little bit. That must have been cool. It you absolutely know. was, and 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 there's a funny story to that too that I'll 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 message you about. There's a funny story to that too, uh, how that came about. But uh, uh, as we uh, as we sort of wrap things up here, um, there's a couple more things I want to be covered that 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 have 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 nothing to do with music. Okay. Uh, but uh, okay, I hear you're a a a, a huge gamer. Oh yeah, I, I I have gamed. Yeah, I don't game as much now. You know, whenever I sit down, I have free time. I'm like, you know, I'd I'd like to do music production. I always find myself like at the piano or at the computer trying to learn something about Cubase. But yeah, I will. If you know, I always have my eye on a game that I want to play. So yeah, Sweet. I'm guilty. Uh, what's your go-to game? You know, I feel like I'm one of those people, like, before I used to always wait for, like, the latest release and, like, I get it the day it comes out, you know, and now I'm kind of like, I wait till it's, the games are, like, on sale for $5. You know, I don't have to play things right mm-hmm. when they come out. Um right. I think the last great game that I played was Red Dead Redemption. I just love the story, the the game I love Red Dead like Redemption. a movie when you're playing. Yeah, but I played the first one and then Red Dead Redemption Two. I did get that when it came out because I thought it was phenomenal. But you played it as well. I played two. I hadn't played one yet, but I played two, and it is it, mm-hmm. it, it it's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, I mean it's just unbelievable. I mean. What did you think? Of, did did you beat the game? I did, uh, uh, <laughs> and and going through the game, and Micah always seemed a little off going through the game. It always seemed a little off to me, and mm-hmm. and as we as I got closer to the end, before the ending was actually revealed, I'm like, "Yep, I figured this out." Yeah. Yeah. See, because I had played the first one, like if anyone's if if mm-hmm. anyone who's listening hasn't played the games, like Red Dead Redemption Two is actually like the prequel story for one. So I kind of right. knew where the story was headed in terms of where these characters end up in the future, but I didn't know how it was going to get there. And the main character right. that we played at, um, Arthur, what was his name? Arthur, right? Um, Arthur Morgan, he yeah. didn't, he wasn't in the original. So I was like, I don't know this character that well. No. So there was still, it was, it was really cool seeing how it all fell apart to, to end up with the story scattering these characters all over the Southwest. So I just thought it was really cool. I like the time period is so much fun to play. I mean, get, you know, I've never oh, yeah. ridden a horse in real life. So like riding a horse in the game, it was just so, I just can't imagine yeah. like how many, people and how many hours went into the game itself. Uh, I heard uh, a Red Dead 2 took took uh, five years to complete. That's what, I, that's what I heard. Oh, my God. You know, and I feel like that's so fast for how large the game, the world was, like mm-hmm. the, the dialogue right. was so well written, the acting, the animation. It's just five years seems so short to me. That's incredible. 
Yeah, it does. And 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 I went through so many horses in that game. It's not even funny. I'd either I'd either I'd run a horse right into a tree and kill it. Oh no. Or or uh, I'd stop playing it for a while and I'd come back to it and totally forget the controls and shoot my horse right in the face. That is the worst when you come back to a game after you haven't played it and then you do something like that. But, I mean, it sounds like you really did go through the horses pretty quick. Yeah, I would be, yeah, it would be bad to be one probably, of your horses. <laughs> I went through probably about six horses per, per playthrough, I think, uh, something like that. Six or seven horses uh, per playthrough. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> you, need a, you know you could go to the stable and get one of those, like, horse revivers. That's what you needed. You needed to keep those yeah. on hand because – there's a yeah, special exactly. horse uh, that you could go get. It's probably, so, like, it's probably so dorky of me to say, but there was a special horse you could go get that was like yeah, the, the fastest the, horse in the game. The uh, uh, White Arabian up in the Grizzlies, I think it was. Yeah, I the White Arabian it, but, in the Grizzlies. Yeah, I never got it, but but I'm going to have to have to uh, plug that in now and play <laughs> um, um, now that we're, we're uh, talking yeah. about it. Uh, and and something else I also wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Uh, is is you're also a big soccer fan? Oh yeah, I am a huge soccer fan. Yes, I'm. Yeah, guilty of that as well. <laughs> now, uh, I, I'm a big soccer fan as well. So that's something else we've got in common. Uh, 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 gaming and soccer is something. We have in common. As a matter of fact, I was the uh, uh, boys soccer manager for my uh, my uh, high school for three years. As a matter of fact. Really? See, I didn't know you were a soccer Seriously. fan. But like, then to also have been like in management, I mean, that's so cool. That is really really cool. It's yeah. such a great yeah, sport. And, uh, yeah, and. Uh, and I was re- I, I was really pleased at how how well uh, Nashville did this year at MLS. I was really pleased. Yeah, I think it's 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 been really cool having soccer in the city. Yeah, and and, and to be completely honest with you, uh, that's something I thought would would uh, never work: soccer and hockey. In Tennessee. I know, that's right? My, I know. That's my never thought would work. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like that, when I moved here, I thought it was so, it seemed random that hockey would be so popular here, you know? And then the longer I lived here, I saw people were going to the national soccer games, you know, before they were in the MLS and they had the club. And I was like, yeah. I didn't realize there were so many soccer fans. And I actually lived across from this park where every, like Saturday and Sunday, there'd be, 200 people doing like pickup soccer and it was just it blew my mind wow that's crazy sports are here yeah but it's just really it's just really cool and it's great to have a professional another professional sports team here um to go along with the titans and the predators you know i feel like we're really lucky to have that i remember um this has been about 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 probably four years ago i was at an event at a bill court taps uh uh, me and a bunch of other uh, people uh, um, were uh, being interviewed, 
and I guess they're a little bit early, and 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 on TV was uh, Tottenham Hotspur, and I believe it was Arsenal, I think, and the people were just absolutely going nuts. Yeah, that's a that's a place. I I, I don't know what um, like team or fan group, but I know that they do have some EPL fans, like English Premier League players, go and watch there. So yeah. that's just – it's really, yeah. really cool. And plus, Belcourt Tops is just a great place to, for music, for sports. It music. really is. One of my uh, – it's one of my favorite places. Uh, the uh, uh, listening room, and there's another place yeah. called uh, The Row that I like three mm-hmm. of my favorite places in town. Yeah, and what's cool, the row, it's so cool in the summer where they pull up the the garage doors. And so it's just, it's just you know, it's nice to be spoiled by such a great, great venues all around, all the ones you listed. They're great to go listen and to play. Right, absolutely. Well, uh, uh, I thank you again for doing this. This has been uh, so much fun to get to uh, catch up with you talk about music, life, Soccer, gaming, I mean, you know, it's, uh, this is probably one of the more eclectic interviews I've ever done. <laughs> really? <laughs> I hope that's a good thing, you know. Um, but, There's... yeah, ec- eclectic, just like, you know, you've got an eclectic music taste. You've also got a lot of eclectic interests. So, I mean, it's always a pleasure to get to speak with you, and I appreciate you making time to have me on your podcast. Yeah. I appreciate you doing this, uh, and and it's and, and like I said, it's always fun catching up with you. Yes. Yeah, I always have fun talking to you. So thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I think I'm going to let you go and let you get, get, get back to your evening. But, um, but again, uh, you've always got a open invitation back to the show anytime you want to come back home. Thank you. I'll take you up on that. Uh, and and I'll definitely email you, or I'll I'll send you those links to those songs. I look forward to listening to them. All right, I'll talk to you later, Kristen, okay? All right. Bye, Mark. All right, bye. Hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss uh, Kristen Parisi. That girl is just such a sweetheart. Uh, I absolutely adore her. Uh, okay. Quick schedule change. Tomorrow at 4.30 Central, we have the uh, 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 a rescheduled uh, um, interview with uh, Daniela. So I think with that, I think I'm going to uh, end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Weekdays with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.